0: It's like not fun for my eyes to experience.
1: Yeah, this is all very- It's like
0: if the Muppets sucked. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
1: And I'm her little brother, William. And happy life day.
0: Happy life day. We are venturing into space. To discuss the Star Wars Holiday Special.
1: Ironically, this began as us trying to find something about aliens to talk about around right. the holidays. Technically, it's correct.
0: Yeah, exactly. So this is, you know, it's got the Star Wars brand of aliens.
1: It does. Mainly Chewbacca. Mostly Chewbacca's. Yeah. Wookiees, they're right. called, on the planet Kashyyyk. Right. Although in this special, they call it Kazook. <laughs> it's like miss pronunciations and stuff. I can't pretend to have like an encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars. I don't know.
0: I feel like you know a good amount though. I know a
1: good amount, yeah. but it's it's all pretty like normy mm-hmm. like watching the movies pop right. culture knowledge. Like I don't have any Wikipedia deep dive.
0: That's awesome. I didn't know that there was Wikipedia, but it makes total oh, sense. Sure. Yeah, we've yeah. definitely
1: talked about it for some reason before. Okay. But uh this is a special that <laughs> genuinely aired on television.
0: Yes. November seventeenth sure did
1: 1978. Yep. So it's about 45 years old. Yep. And uh, it is broadly known as maybe the worst, easily the worst piece of Star Wars media that exists. Maybe one of the worst television specials of all time.
0: There's a legend that George Lucas has tried to destroy every single physical copy of it. Yeah. And kept it from being distributed even on TV outside of the US and Canada. Yeah. Because he basically came up with the treatment for it and then handed it over to the people at CBS while he worked on The Empire Strikes Back. Is that yes, the second movie? Yes, that's correct. Um, and so things kind of uh got a little hairy. And I'm not just talking about the Wookiees. Chris. And he didn't like what he was seeing. And neither did
1: anybody yeah yeah
0: (laughs) except for you i think
1: well we'll get to it right (laughs) don't blow up my spot sis (laughs) well we're talking about it no i I would have held that information back that i actually enjoyed (laughs) this but uh this aired exactly once yeah it aired exactly once on november 17th 1978 was pulled never aired again right but uh people had taped it the bootlegs of this thing went it became legend i happen to know actually they said this fully on a show on Tell Them Steve Dave, uh, it was originally Walt Flanagan ran Kevin Smith's comic book shop. And in the early days of that store, a significant, like, <laughs> operation they did was um, selling copies of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Funny. In DVDs that, like, had, like, a professional-looking cover. And anyway, they, they couldn't do that forever. Yeah. <laughs> but so, like, this was, like, a heavily pirated, sought-after collector's item. Because it's so And now it's just on YouTube.
0: Oh yeah, there are multiple versions.
1: Just on YouTube.
0: Like, you know, different different definitions.
1: You would think though that it would have been like pulled or what I what at least we totally. know about like putting up anything that has copyright information like I
0: know, I don't know how this happens.
1: You get smacked down so fast on YouTube these days. Right. They posted the full movie? Maybe the, the issue is
0: the monetiz- monetization maybe. or something. Maybe
1: yeah, maybe they're not monetized. Right. Either. It's
0: just for the just for the joy of it. Yes. Just for the taste of it diet coke, just for the love of it star wars holiday special
1: oh what what a joy mm-hmm. it's about an hour and a half long it is literally feature length yeah and the premise is so
0: i would say it's a loose premise <laughs> they conceived it as a variety hour it's, it's not no it's so strange because there are hints of variety hour to it
1: meaning like you might throw to a musical act might throw to a sketch
0: right and there's still, like, a uniting storyline, kind of. Right. Basically, there is a, a Christmas-like holiday called Life Day on Kashyyyk.
1: Yes. Is that right? Or Kazook, Kazook is what they call in it? in this special, it's called, yeah.
0: And so Han Solo? Very good. Is, I get mixed up, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker, but yeah, Han, Solo Han Solo is Harrison
1: Ford. Harrison right? Ford. Everybody's in this. Yeah. This was made right after the original movie, and they've got right. everyone. They've got, they've got Mark Hamill. They've got... Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Um, Who
0: else? Who else is everyone?
1: Uh, Princess Leia. They have. Oh, right, um, right. Um,
0: Carrie Fisher. Carrie
1: Fisher, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, so, and Anthony Daniels as C3PO. Although they don't have Kenny Baker inside of R2D2 <laughs> clanking around, R2D2 <laughs> is credited as himself.
0: Yeah, in the, like the beginning Like Kiwi
1: Herman or something
0: I know, I know In the beginning they're doing like Featuring Harrison Ford, blah, blah, blah And they say an R2-D2 as R2-D2
1: Yeah, I don't know what Kenny Baker was doing But he's not in it Yeah He's not in that thing
0: Maybe he had a premonition.
1: Maybe. By the way, with everybody
0: else, for a lo- for a long time, like now, it seems like it's kind of okay to like laugh at how bad it is cuz enough time yeah. has gone by. Everybody's so successful, like it's all good. But my understanding is that for a long time, a lot of the people involved in it, involved in it genuinely didn't want to talk about it cuz it was like a black mark on their records. Yeah, it's
1: pretty embarrassing. And
0: Carrie Fisher was really the only one who like didn't give a shit. And was like, "I know it's so weird, but like Mark Hamill Cuz Carrie
1: Fisher was brilliant and very and a weirdo yeah yeah
0: and uh and mark hamill and harrison ford like genuinely didn't really want to talk about it
1: it screams like they were contractually obligated to do this it is it is an uncomfortable watch it is very bizarre in concept we're gonna spoil it in case that's something you're worried about but again Mm -hmm. go watch it on youtube yeah um i um
0: we originally conceived, and we went away from, it, but we conceived
1: this of this
0: episode as being something where we could decide to hit a kill switch.
1: I, I wrote down when my kill switch would be flipped. I do did have
0: because
1: we we did this on on Patreon when we mm-hmm. talked about Hellraiser, the new Hellraiser. Right at a certain point, we were like, "Well, watch this movie," but we'll whenever we hit a point where we're like, "I don't want to watch this anymore," we are allowed to stop it. Yeah. But we have to at least share what pushed us over the edge, right? Um, So I did hit a wall.
0: I did too. And I I wrote down what
1: made me do it.
0: What made you do it?
1: What made me do it? I think it was. um,
0: We both decided that we will watch the whole thing. We decided to abandon that, but also note like when we would just be out.
1: I did. I did end up watching the entire thing. Yeah. Oh, I did too. I think it was um, at the cooking segment where (laughs) oh made me sick.
0: Made me sick.
1: (laughs) Where Harvey Korman. Is playing a woman.
0: By the way, I feel like I know a lot of like old timey celebrities, as yeah. do you. Yes. When they were going through the who's who in the cast in the beginning, I have them. I didn't know like anybody. No. I, I, was, I was like, who are these people? I obviously knew B. Arthur, but right. they were going through it and I was like, even I don't know who these people are.
1: Star featuring Beatrice Arthur,
0: Art Carney. <laughs> me. I knew names sometimes. You, knew Art Carney? Yeah. Mm hmm.
1: Uh, Diane Carroll. I did not know. Okay, I didn't know her either. Jefferson Starship. Yeah. Build above Harvey <laughs> Corman. <laughs> Again, like a name I
0: feel like I've heard. But... Harvey
1: Corman was like a character actor from the Carol Burnett show. Okay, well, and that he's... makes sense. Oh, you didn't know who Harvey Corman no. is? No, no, I didn't. Oh, I knew who Harvey Corman is. Mm-mm. He's in Blazing Saddles. He's in High Anxiety. Okay. Oh. So he did stuff with Mel Brooks. Oh, okay. So he is like a, a pretty seasoned. <laughs> he's using a lot of actor. seasoning. There's a lot in of that seasoning. Sketch, yeah, he the plays cooking sketch. He plays Chef Gormanda, right? Who is helping? Is teaching um, Chewbacca's wife
0: mm-hmm. how to
1: cook a recipe, and the recipe is called Bantha Surprise. Yep. Yeah. Harvey Korman, uh is, uh, the entire gag is he's going like, so for this step, what to do is you go stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir, stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. It's literally that for minutes on end, but then another pair of arms right. come in because obviously it's Star Wars, so aliens have to be around. So Chef mm-hmm. Garmanda, like when Drew Carey was on, <laughs> whose line is it anyway? Yeah. And somebody would be pretending to be his arm. Oh
0: right. Yep. Like uh huh. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> yes. But less funny. Certainly.
1: If and went can, on for quite a long it. time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. And besides just the arm thing, he had like weird prosthetics on his face.
1: Overly that tanned, were, like, like like weird, gross metallic y tan toner on him.
0: Bad to look
1: at. Anyway, I saw it and then I wrote, This is where I would stop.
0: Okay. Where I am seeing that I look,
1: I would, that's have, easily 15 minutes in, by the way, 15, maybe 20.
0: I hit a couple of, I mean, well, I hit multiple walls. Um, I've got that. It takes, hang on. Where, where did I write that I would stop? I mean, I, I basically, I remember thinking to myself that. As soon as we got in there, like as soon as we went into Chewbacca's house and they're just babbling to each other, I was like, I got it. If this was just me so, watching yeah. it, I would be out like instantly. This is
1: this is the elephant in the room. We have to address it because we haven't
0: really. They don't have English, no, not English dialogue, human dialogue right. for 12 minutes.
1: That's correct. Yeah, I, I also wrote down the time. Yeah. The, so there's a cold open. <laughs> There's a cold open, yeah. which is Chewbacca and Han but Solo in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Right. Right. So classic adventure, Star Warsy stuff. They're on the run from the Empire. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is Han Solo being like, I, I'm telling you, Chewie, I will get you back to your family for Life Day. That's yeah. what makes this a holiday special. Right. Is that they celebrate something called Life Day. Yeah. I would like to look this up on Wikipedia, Wookiepedia, whatever. Uh-huh. I have not. <laughs> There is probably a backstory. Um, maybe we will. I'm sure there is. I wrote actually, da- I, I
0: there down- actually is a backstory. I'm sure there's a fan backstory.
1: Yeah, I wrote down what they say it is in the special, <laughs> yeah. but I have to imagine that like it's been embellished. Mm-hmm. But um uh so that's that's what this is all hung on. Chewbacca is late for life day. Right. So then we go to the Chewbacca home where we meet Chewbacca's family. Yeah. And they are the centerpiece
0: right so this This is is where
1: they these three characters will eventually like one of them will sit down and watch a movie and then we are treated to that movie right so that's why we saw harvey corman cooking Mm -hmm. because chewbacca's wife mala (laughs) mala
0: so he has a wife named mala a father named itchy and a son named lumpy i don't like itchy's mouth
1: no, itchy, like it itchy is really scary. Itchy's a deviant. Why do you say that?
0: Because of that weird softcore scene that he gets into well, in the yeah. middle of the living room with his daughter in law. Or his I'm daughter. Phrasing I'm phrasing that not, in a way that could be confusing. Yeah, or his daughter. You're right.
1: I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure. Uh, he doesn't get into a softcore soft scene with his daughter or daughter, daughter-in-law. They have some sort of helmet that is like a TV helmet that he puts on. And it's Diane Carroll, who I've learned now is a singer, doing this. And I read in the IMDb trivia that they intentionally thought of it as softcore porn. That they were. What? Yeah. Well, it was at least in the trivia that somebody who worked on it said that. Probably somewhat jokingly, you know, but they were like, yeah, this is how we worked in some softcore into the special. Like,
1: just talking, some, some appeal for the, yeah, I don't know. I don't
0: know. But talking directly to Itchy and being like, you're wonderful. Yes. You're amazing. I find you adorable. She says, and I'm then, your
1: fantasy. Mm-hmm. I watched this. as I, I wrote down quotes from this somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Oh, here, <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. I'm in your mind as you create me. Ah, yes. Can you feel my creation? Oh, yeah. I'm getting your message. Are you getting mine? And then they cut to itchy, going like, and
0: it's like, and then a- she says,
1: ah, yes, we are excited, aren't we?
0: <laughs> it's like a gorgeous woman with like a Vaseline lens sort of thing. Right. Um, there are sparkles all around her. It's also just kind of like trippy and weird. Yeah. And then I think she says, I find you adorable. And then he keeps rewinding that. Yes. Like, she, so she's like, I find you adorable. Like making eye contact with the camera. And then you hear like, rip, 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 rip,
1: rip, rip. I, find I find you, find you adorable. adorable. I find you adorable. It's and very... he's like chewing his gums. Because he has like no teeth. Like, they, they've they designed this particular Wookiee so that his mouth closes like. He looks like Hector Salamanca.
0: You know he what I'm talking about? He does look like Hector Salamanca. He also looks like the grandma from the dinosaurs.
1: Oh, boy. I Not don't know the if mama. I you know what I mean? Yeah. She
0: had that same sort of like lower lip going over the upper lip. Kind yeah, because you're
1: like missing your upper teeth or something. Right. So your mouth closes too hard. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is very disturbing, and the idea that he's in there and, and like, I believe it was Art Carney who gave him the porn. I believe it like, was Art Carney. I uh, believe it was Art Carney who once said, "Here you go, <laughs> lumpy, itchy, itchy. Uh, this is well, you know." He even says and it like he, there's like yeah.
0: And then he puts it on just in the middle of the living in the room. In the
1: living room, in the middle of the day, sick. Uh, Sick. She also says, I am your fantasy. I am your experience. So experience me. I am your pleasure. Enjoy me. You see what I'm talking about. It's really crazy. It's yeah. really crazy. That happens about halfway Ryan through Ryan and this I thing. were
0: aghast.
1: I, <laughs> we were just like... <laughs> did, you want to, did you take this in one sitting? Yes. I have a shocker. <laughs> in one lumpy. In one lumpy. Yeah. I have a shocker to, to share with you. Okay. Because... Very early on, I asked, I was watching this with Allie, and I was like, if you want to also tell me where you would be out, let me know, mm-hmm. right? And it was the same point that you said, where it's like the second that you realize we're hanging out with Chewbacca's family, and they only speak, like, right? they only speak Wookiee, no subtitles, and it's like a sitcom premise, it's like... And it went on for
0: too long, like 30 seconds is maybe the limit, and then you have somebody come in who's literally speaking...
1: 10 minutes. Yeah, easily. Maybe more. Yes. Ten minutes of Wookiees growling at each other.
0: Yeah, it's like the 12 minute mark of the thing, but that's including the credits. So, yeah,
1: but you get you get technically you get what you need of a plot, right? Like because like (laughs) Lumpy is a precocious kid who's like running down the stairs playing with a toy and then Lumpy growls at him Mm. mean. Lumpy, I'm sorry. I keep getting their names mixed up because it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Itchy, gra- Itchy yeah. growls at Lumpy because Lumpy is running around playing with toys for whatever. So anyway, Grandpa's being mean, mm-hmm. right? You get it. You get you get it enough. Right. It's just psychotic to watch. Yes. I um uh also like L- Itchy, the old man, has his like recliner that he likes. Mm-hmm. It's like Fraser's dad. Yeah. Or like all in the family, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Archie Bunker is in the chair, mm-hmm. right? Meatloaf, Meathead. <laughs> What's his name? Rob Reiner's character, Who? Meathead.
0: I've never seen All in the Family. I've seen the clips that you see because it's in yeah.
1: the Zeitgeist. I'll I'll I've... show you some cool stuff. I'm good. Are you sure?
0: I I feel like I have an understanding of it.
1: <laughs> anyway, this is this is where Allie was also out of just being like, "This is it. This is it? We're just watching Wookies."
0: Instantly, I I was like, I don't other? feel
1: good about this. I, um, uh, I don't know. I, I just got hit with a wave of, you know, that it's wave where you're like, oh, I, just, I just realized I don't want to talk about this.
0: I was holding myself back from saying that. I was like, you're always such a, like a negative Nancy. Don't say it. I feel the same way. It's like exhausting. It's exa- it's a, this is it's I, terrible. It's very, very bad. Um, so. I would like to talk about something that happens within these first ten minutes, where we're just hanging out with the Wookiees. I feel like I was it's...
1: driving to something, but my mind is like getting erased by this periodically. I think you
0: were too, but we were I, talking about the I VR headset you. and
1: then the idea that like,
0: well, I guess you, we were talking about you know when the... we were be jumping off.
1: Oh, oh, oh! The shocker! I do. I know what I was getting. Oh, to. okay. So, Al- oh,
0: right, you didn't watch it all in one sitting. I,
1: I did watch it all in one sitting. Oh. But here's the shocking thing: I was watching with Allie. She said like. Yeah, I'd be done here, mm-hmm. like within five minutes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she said, but you've seen this before. And I went, no, I haven't. And she goes, yeah, you have. Uh-huh. We've watched this before. Oh. I have zero. I don't, I think she's wrong. Mm-hmm. I. It's not just that I don't, I don't remember a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't think that I'm not remembering having seen this before. I think... We've seen enough clips of this thing.
0: That it feels like you have?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I've never watched this in my life. I think I'd remember it. I, think I so hope too. I remember seeing it this time, I, just I th- so I don't make the mistake of trying. Because right. it was always inevitable.
0: Right. I was always going to end up here. I think it's here. memorably bad. Yeah. So I think you will.
1: I don't think I've ever seen it before. Okay. Ali insists that I have. Mm-hmm. So take it all with a grain of salt. Sure. Maybe on a previous show somewhere, I talked about this. I don't know. Not with me. I, I, I think I only had a very vague awareness that this existed. Yeah. I think there, there was a sort of an inevit- inevitability to me seeing this. Mm-hmm. Someday I was going to have to watch it. It was always going to come to this. It was always going to come to this. I, I, I forced myself to watch stuff like this. Right. I think this was the first time, and I severely hope I didn't forget seeing it before, specifically because... I never want to see it again. Right, and so I, I, I hope I never forget this time. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't want yes. to put myself through this again. Absolutely. It was um, it was it's terrible. a rough watch.
0: Okay, I would like to talk about, and this happens in the first ten. Like I was saying, a, a, a toy that Lumpy has. I guess you would say this like hologram thing that he can use to watch little human dancers.
1: Yeah, this is weird.
0: Is this what Shen Yun is? I'm sorry? You know how you see posters for like Shen Yun, Shen, Shen Yun all over the place?
1: No, I do not.
0: Oh, uh, well, if I sh- if you look up a poster, you'll be like, I've seen that a million times. Um, There are posters for something called Shen Yun that'll be like all over the place a couple of times a year. I have gathered that it's dancers. I think it's group dancing. I think that it might be kind of like Cirque du Soleil. Okay. But firmly on the ground.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, I just looked up. Yeah. I, I, I mean... It's a I wonder, person with scarves and stuff, maybe.
0: I wonder if what these little dancers were doing is what Shen Yun is.
1: Maybe. I mean, I specifically wrote down, I wrote down Cirque du Soleil because it's basically Lumpy walks over to a little chessboard. Mm-hmm. I say that because in the original Star Wars movie, Chewbacca plays chess on a hologram chess table thing, and it looks mm-hmm. almost exactly like this. Okay. I get the idea that you had some sort of an entertainment space. Right. You can flip a switch, and little holograms are on it. Yeah. And so maybe sometimes you're playing chess. Maybe sometimes you're watching something the way that Lumpy is watching these Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. People dance and do acrobatics. Mm -hmm. But what puzzles me is that he hits another button and one of the performers becomes life size in the room. Right. Not even on the table anymore. There's, there's no
0: way to reconcile it with what we know to be possible. Correct. Which I guess you can say about all of Star Wars, but still this felt that is particularly true. egregious.
1: There, it's funny, too, that like this came so early into the existence of Star Wars. We're like, that
0: was very surprising to me. Yeah. I assumed that we were like well into it.
1: You'd think that something like this would happen. Like Star Wars was, what, 77? Like Star Wars was done. Uh-huh. By, like, the mid to late 80s. Right. The the trilogy was complete.
0: Uh, it seems like something that would be a last gasp. A last Not gasp. Not something that
1: you would do for a hit movie. Or, like, during the Dark Ages between the third movie and the fourth movie. So there was, like, <laughs> yeah. a decade in between. Like, you right. do something to keep it alive. I don't know. But there's nothing. They made one movie and they made this thing. It's very peculiar. It's very peculiar. And really what I mean to say is, like, the rules of Star Wars maybe hadn't been... <laughs> totally solidified
0: yeah yet. yep
1: because i know that star wars is a wacky science fiction fantasy world where they have technology we don't have right but i don't think these things are possible i wouldn't think so a hologram table where you hit another button and then the hologram becomes real life
0: yeah mm, i don't know, I don't about know. This. it leads it's, to all sorts of questions It really
1: does it's very very strange but here's what's weirder to me
0: because like then that means that shen yun was live you know, what? he was like he was tuning into a live stream, basically. Oh, you think so? If he was able to pull one of the real people out of it, they were currently doing that dance.
1: Yeah, I guess. Or is it like a video game? Like, it's like AI. Oh,
0: I see. You know, I, I, d- I, I don't
1: know. I don't know. We may never know. Mm-mm. But um, uh, what puzzles me. So this is really the first segment where you're supposed to be like, oh, right. Variety show. Right. So every so often we'll come back to the Chewbacca family. But then they'll all spin off and, like, he's going to watch this thing now. So we'll watch this. And this is our first.
0: You know, she's going to do a cooking segment. He's going to watch porn. Right. Things like this. And
1: we'll enjoy the thing that they are watching. Yeah. But the weird thing is, like, we never fully go into the fantasy of it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, we never leave Lumpy is always on screen.
0: The context is always that we're watching what Lumpy is watching. Exactly. It's not
1: that we are just going to Diane Carroll's world. It's 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 extra weird for that reason then, because we're no longer we're not watching acrobatics. Mm-hmm. We are watching a baby Chewbacca guy right. watch acrobatics. And so the entertainment of the movie is looking at this little Chewbacca be entertained. Right. The little Chewbacca,
0: by the way, is kind of cute, but then it it has like human teeth, which is weird.
1: It looks wrong. Yes. It, it doesn't. It doesn't look quite right. It looks disturbing. Yeah, and they will like fill the frame with this little guy's face. Oh, absolutely. It's a mess.
0: They're zooming in whenever they can. They're they're more than happy to, <laughs>
1: um, but we never actually get to enjoy the the variety. Yeah, we're always trapped. Yeah, it's not true variety. No, it's all about the Chewbacca family and what they how we're they really, feel about what they're watching. We're just looking over their shoulder. Exactly right.
0: Except for a couple of things, like when we go to B Arthur's bar. Yes. You know, like the Chewbaccas don't have anything to do with that. I guess it's like the Imperial Guards doing security footage surveillance or something. There
1: is context for that. Uh-huh. There there's context for everything that we see. And sometimes the context is bizarre, and the B. Arthur segment is one of them. Yeah. They <laughs> – okay. <laughs> so part of what's going on with the Chewbacca family is that, you know, there's a whole galactic empire, right? Right. And I guess Chewbacca is a known rebel. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. So anyway, Chewbacca's family has to put up a lot with stooges and goons from the empire coming in and rummaging through their stuff. They're living in, like, a police state. Yeah. So, like, these armed guards can come in and search your home. Right. right? So while the armed guards are in there and, and, like, messing with them and stuff, a bulletin comes over the t- TV, whatever mm-hmm. they have for a TV, and it says, mandatory watching, mandatory report, you all have to watch this. It's like a propaganda video. Right. And it says, you're about to witness a a, a video that we refer to as, like, Life on Tatooine, mm-hmm. which is the desert planet from the original movie. They're like, the, the the Empire wants you to watch this so that you your life will be enriched by the comparison, they yeah. say. Meaning, life on Tatooine is so terrible.
0: <laughs> You're going to feel great about your
1: situation here on Kazook. Even though you've got a police state breathing down your neck, yeah. you don't realize how good you have it. Look at Tatooine for uh-huh. a while. But, from Tatooine's that moment... Tatooine's looking pretty good. I know, it's B. Arthur singing. Yeah. Singing and dancing and having romance with... A second Harvey Corman character.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't realize There's it a guy was the same who guy. walks
1: in and I didn't is like flirting. this guy. No. He's flirting with B. Arthur the who's a bartender. Mm-hmm. And he takes a drink and pours it into the top I didn't of his like head. That. No, it's really gross. Mm-hmm. But that's Harvey Corman character two. If you're real <laughs> lucky, maybe there's a third. <laughs> is Spoiler there? alert, there is. Who is it? Uh, there's a whole segment where somebody is showing how to use or how to build a transmitter. Okay. And it's glitchy. And like mm. he acts like a robot this isn't and it, like for me. I know I watched this, but he clicks his tongue at you and stuff. Wow. I yeah. don't remember. You're huh. lucky. Anyway, that's the I guess third so. Harvey Corman character. <laughs> so in the B Arthur segment, they at least just put that on the screen. Right. Like Lumpy has to watch that, but then now we're just watching it. And yeah. so you get lost in the fantasy of seeing life at the bar on Tatooine. We don't watch Lumpy Watch the screen, for that one at least.
0: Right, they, they let us go inside the TV, basically. They
1: let us go inside the TV, which is appropriate. And so we yeah. get a little play. And I kind of enjoyed the play. It was, I would say, the best part of it, which is still not saying a lot. This was a, a very sharp turning point for me. Yeah. From this point on, I kind of like it. Okay. The special. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, and this I was. Think the I, was shock. I was
0: like beaten down. I, I honestly think it's it's not fair, and I try not to live my life this way. I don't think I could come back from how much I was disliking it. I, I yeah. just don't think I would be able to transition out of my displeasure.
1: I I completely. You're, you're, I your 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 reaction was, is the appropriate one.
0: I don't know if that's true. I but think my
1: reaction. Is inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's true. I
0: I, I don't think that me crossing my arms and being like, I'm done is the right reaction. But I just, I. Especially because you had a solid half hour to go, at least. By the way, there was a fake ending to me. I don't think it was fake on purpose, but I thought it was over when they basically transitioned to having their life day ceremony or whatever. I felt like it. I really truly was like, "Oh, okay, it's over." It was over. And there were maybe like 15 more minutes. Yeah,
1: I, I thought the same thing. Oof. I thought the same thing. So the the scene at the bar, yeah. Krellman, played by Harvey Corman, visits B Arthur. <laughs> and then I wrote down, "I really hope she's related to Amy Sedaris's character oh, from The yeah. Mandalorian." Yeah. Because that show also takes place on Tatooine, right part? I uh it this started making me want We texted a little bit during Mm -hmm. this, which is usually sort of like against the rules. Right. Uh, Save it for the show. Yes. But we had, what could we do? But just a little bit. What could we do? Right. Um, You said, you were like, I need to not see anything like this for a while. (laughs) You were like, you had to put this down. You can't look at Star Wars for a bit, I guess.
0: Well, no, not even like this. I, I I, can't watch anything that's like, I need something that is straightforward, beginning, middle, end. I know what's going on. Oh, not like this an- was so and another
1: segment and another segment and and it's so all
0: over the place. so confusing, surreal, unpleasant. I was like, I just need to watch A Law and Order. I need. Right. There's a bad guy. We're gonna get him. Mean here's potatoes. what happens.
1: Mean, but, and I'm not talking about bantha meat. I'm making <laughs> no. no bantha surprise. No. I need a New York slice. Yeah. And I need <laughs> District Ooh, of the Scream Six. I want to get a New York slice and watch it. Ooh, Sound yeah, good? yeah. Totally. That that I'm down for some New York theming. Do some like
0: that'd be fun.
1: New York themed stuff and watch Scream Six.
0: Oh yeah, totally. We can Cha-ching. have like the hats. And yes! everything. Yeah, Everything. Yeah, yeah. I will do that. Yeah, I'm that very sounds down fun for that. Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, yeah. I totally get your response. You need something that has a little more bones and structure. (laughs) For whatever reason, starting with B. Arthur, this made me want to watch Andor. Yeah. The Mandalorian season two, the Boba Fett. Things I haven't watched. Yeah. Andor's supposed to be amazing. It made me want more. (laughs) I started being like, now
0: this is what I like. (laughs) See, I actually had kind of the opposite response. Like, even though I was like, I'm happy to be here with B. Arthur. First of all, I felt instantly safer. Here's somebody I can hold on to. I know B. Arthur. Yeah. Like
1: she's having a hard time with the patrons. She's the bartender, she and they're not listening to her.
0: Right. Again, clear, understandable. <laughs> what's going on here?
1: The story I have to tell you, actually, because <laughs> I think I was in this bar. Oh, yeah. Huh? Okay. I uh, <laughs> this is crazy. So the the story here is B. Arthur is running the cantina. And the Galactic Senate, or whatever, the Emperor wants to shut it down. I don't know why Emperor Palpatine cares about the bar on Tatooine, but he's saying, shut it down. Yeah. Close the bar. Kick everybody out. So she tries. She, like, walks up to a table of, like, goofball aliens. She's like, we're closing. You have to leave. And they basically go, like, we bluff. we bluff. And they, like, wave her off. That happened. This weekend, (laughs) that happened at a place where I was. Allie and I just went to a wedding down in D.C., and it was like 30 in the morning, we're walking back to our Airbnb, and there's a Taco Bell on the way. And it's a Taco Bell that is like one of these experimental things where they're serving alcohol. Yeah. So we're like, let's try that, because they they have like a tequila b- Baja Blast. Totally. So we're like, screw it, we'll, we'll go try that. One thirty a.m. in a Taco Bell in D.C. was like the cantina <laughs> on Tatooine, <laughs> literally. There were, the guys working... We're severely overworked. Yeah. And upset. <laughs> There's so many people waiting for their food. I place oh, our man. order. And within Now 10 I minutes, want
0: Taco Bell. Watching this made you want Andor and stuff. Your story is making me want Taco Bell.
1: They could have done better. <laughs> the Mexican pizza was a little overdone. I'll say that. <laughs> better than under, I think. That's true. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. But within one order after me, they had to start turning people away. Oh, man. They were like. At one point, a guy, this is true, Yeah. a guy was ordering from a touchscreen, and one of the guys working goes, hey, hey, just yelling, yelling across the room, and then the boss, the guy I take to be in charge, turns and sees, and I'm like, oh, he's going to yell at the guy for yelling at a customer, but he goes, hey, hey, sir, did you notice no one else is ordering? We're not taking any new orders. Shut off your tablet thing. And I felt like it's not this guy's fault. A chill go up my spine. Yeah, they were. That probably made me cry. They were overworked. They were struggling. They. Anytime somebody would come in, they go like, "We're not taking orders. We're done. We're done." Like not not like customers. Like we're close. Like they were pissed. <laughs> but then, but then. Uh, at a certain point, I guess we were waiting so goddamn long. Oh man! That he was like, "All right, well now also the dining room has to close. So if you're not waiting for food, you have to get out." <laughs> he just yells this to the room: "If you're not waiting for food, you have to leave." Yeah. And he walks up to two guys who are sitting in a booth, like so laid back. Uh huh. It's like they're gonna go to sleep. Yeah. He walks up and he has a whole new tactic. He's softer with these two guys. He goes, "Guys, the the dining room's closed, so you have to leave." And one of the guys goes, "Get the fudge out of my face!" Wow. And the boss walks back to his little <laughs> counter and just doesn't even look over there anymore. <laughs> That's really it funny. was like Tatooine. That guy really came too. It was like B. Arthur trying to kick the people out of the bar, and they just go, "We bluff, we bluff." i saw it that sounds like such a fun night you guys
0: went to a wedding then like on the way home you stop at like a taco bell bar that's so nice this is how i
1: know you and i are related and have the same mentality what i left there with the biggest smile on my face
0: oh it sounds so nice it was
1: so enjoyable to experience yeah i i barely go anywhere when the sun sets anymore Kristen. It was 1 in the morning i'm already <laughs> for different reasons though what <laughs> the second that like i have to like get Zoe to bed i'm not leaving that oh. i don't go anywhere <laughs> you have a different reason for not going anywhere or doing anything although let's face it my reasons are also pretty similar <laughs> i just prefer not to. exactly i want to be in scones i think i've told the story where like i had to pick up a target order and i was like well no one's gonna be there it's 8 30 oh my god my life is so different no i had a vision of being like younger and seeing stuff like this before like an Uh altercation people screaming at each other this is a novelty oh totally i mean i've absolutely this is there every night right
0: i know every night this happens oh that's so
1: funny it was it was we walked out actually and we saw uh our friends Mm -hmm. uh and they go they were like "Allie, will yeah Whoa! Are, are you? They're still open, right? And I just—I still have the door open. I went. Do not go in there. It is not time to think outside the bun. They weren't taking orders anyway. But is that what they're like outside was? the bun? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very good. Mm-hmm. But I just—I it was like the rules were so yeah dead that I could just shout, "Don't go into that Taco Bell!" <laughs> right. And everyone is like, "Yeah, he's right. It's yeah, absolutely nobody true. Nobody should come in." Here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I went to tattoo in. Is what I'm trying to say. It's awesome. So be Arthur then sings a song to Mm -hmm. get everybody to leave. And it's a nice song. Totally. It's just like, uh, just one more drink, friends, and then it ends, friends. Yeah. Don't forget me in your dreams. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's a little Broadway ditty. A sweet little Broadway song. Yeah. They didn't do that. They did that at my Taco Bell. The meme
0: jumped out.
1: Yeah, you're Mm -hmm. right. If only they had sung me out at Taco Bell.
0: (laughs) If only. Yeah. So much better. I just say, I had... One more
1: bite friends and then good night (laughs) friends.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, I had like the opposite experience as you from watching this. Me like, I want more. I was watching the scene and even though I liked it more than anything else, I was like, I think that this is like illustrating part of why I I just feel like Star Wars isn't necessarily for me. Um, I, I just don't like the looks of a lot of stuff. I'm not feasting my eyes. I'm like looking at a bunch of sand And, like, a weird anteater alien. It's, like, not fun for my eyes to experience.
1: Yeah, this is all very... It's like, if
0: the Muppets sucked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. That's like a back-of-the-box blurb. Yeah. (laughs) If the Muppets sucked, Star Wars. And
0: I know that this isn't the finest that Star Wars has to offer anyway. However, it's still kind of in keeping, and I will I'll, I'll, we'll keep an open mind. I, I don't hate Star Wars, but I was like, this just doesn't feel like it's for me.
1: Have you ever seen the Muppet stuff from the beginning of Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like not for kids, but also not funny? I don't like that either. It's like a little dramatic scene of like dragons or something. Yeah. And it's like, this is not what I, I don't care about puppets having drama. <laughs> like, now I, I don't care about this. Now I don't like that either. I, uh, I see what you mean. Also, early Star Wars, the costumes were very weird where it's like, I don't know if it was a budget thing or mm-hmm. a we don't know what we're doing yet thing, but like, there's a werewolf in that bar. <laughs> like, it's like... <laughs> So there's a demon. There's just like a red yeah, devil yep. with devil horn. It's like they got a mask from Party City or something. Yeah,
0: it's very weird.
1: But there is also a moment where B. Arthur sits into the booth.
0: Mm-hmm. For
1: people who know, like the famous Han Solo shoots first booth. You know okay, what I'm about? no. You can't think of like the iconic image of Han Solo sitting in a bar?
0: I genuinely can't.
1: Okay. It's like, I think, he, I think she's going to like the seat that he sits in. Mm-hmm. But there's a gigantic rat. Like Uh a big rat puppet.
0: Oh, yeah, I can picture this. And she
1: like leans over and rests her head on him and like pets him. Because she's singing. she's like, "And say goodnight, friends. And she like hugs this giant rat puppet. And I I was like, I love this. Because it's so not creative on one (laughs) hand. Like it's just like, what if rats were big? (laughs) Like that's not... (laughs) I don't. Know, is this like a a uh, uh, this yeah, isn't is vermin in this it's... bar? This is like a person right. at the bar. Like, did this rat order a drink? It is weird. That's not like a, a a weird
0: like species of animal like the other things that we're seeing. Right.
1: It's a rat. It's just a straight up rat like yeah. we have, but huge. And Not like a rat man. No. Not a rat man sitting at the bar. It's a giant rat puppet. Yeah. And she hugs it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same iconic spot where Han Solo shot Greedo. Uh-huh. Where I'm just like, there's like a lack of. Um, You know how like modern movies will be like, that's the, you're in Stu's house. Yeah. Like it's not just a house anymore. It's got to be like a big thing. It's like, that's Han Solo's booth. No, it's not. He sat there once, but that's also where B. Arthur Hunter It's also just a booth. It's just a booth. In this bar. bar
0: in Tatooine. Yeah. Does the bar have a name? Or do you just always see like the, the bar in touch? The cantina.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. But I I, a cantina is presumably just a name of a bar, right? Like you go to a, a cantina. I guess
0: so. But I guess maybe like, maybe it's the name of it. I'm I not have sure. no idea.
1: But that's a that's a charming little scene. No, the I, I It gave that was me the nice warm part. feelings where they they continued.
0: It gave me warm feelings, except that I didn't like the fact that everybody leaves the bar eventually when she sings them out, except for the guy with the weird hole in his head. Yeah, Harvey Korman
1: playing Krellman.
0: He has a crush on her. He's been hitting on her and she's already rejected him and he stays behind. And I find this to be unsafe behavior. And I don't like that the empirical guards just watched it and they didn't go to her aid. This woman has already turned this man down, and now he's hanging back while she's locking up the bar. That's not
1: what they do, first of all. Also, Harvey Corman is not only hanging back while everyone leaves, he's standing behind the bar like he works there. Right, right, that's right. You'd be like, Harvey Corman, are you robbing me? (laughs) Yeah, get out of here. (laughs) I can barely afford (laughs) the stock that I keep. Right. I don't trust you, Harvey Corman. No, no way. Plus, you're able to talk and drink at the same time as you pour them into the top of your head. So I don't know what you've done. I know. And at one point he like pours the drink into the top of his head and then he's like
0: with his mouth like he's tasting it. Mm-mm.
1: <laughs> Kristen doesn't like that.
0: No, it's not for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you think of putting that in a movie. No, it's a pass. I um uh. from there, we get back to the Chewbacca family and their issues with the Empire. Mm-hmm. So like they're breathing down their neck and, and stuff and. I mean, it's a little weird, but it's it's fine. But like, they kill one of the stormtroopers, right? Weirdly, with like no pomp or circumstance. The entire time, Chewbacca's wife keeps like holding a picture of Chewbacca, yeah, and being like, "I miss you. I love you. Where are you?" Right. They video chat with Luke. Mm-hmm. And Luke's like in the middle of something. <laughs> this is weird. He's like fixing something. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sure he's just late. You know, he's not going to miss a life day. <laughs>
0: right. Right.
1: And, and, but like, if you can video chat, you why can't you video chat to do that to the Chewbacca Millennium Falcon. I don't
0: know. Also, Mark Hamill has so much makeup on during the scene. Yeah. And it, so do you know why? I'm I think so. So it. I didn't at first. So when I was watching, it, I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, and it turns out that he had recently had a car crash that was really, really horrible and life threatening, yeah. and so they had to put on a ton of makeup to mask his scars. It was in
1: 1977,
0: but and it, uh, it's really also stood why
1: out. at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back, he's attacked by basically a yeti. It's called a wampa. Oh, to like, and it slashes his face open. Oh man! And like, there's like an in. Show reason Mm -hmm. why his face looks different. Meanwhile, I don't think I look at him and go, oh, he looks scarred or anything i I don't know i guess i I I didn't notice any scars
0: or anything in the special but he just he his makeup looked like super thick face wise it's crazy and he had he had on like a ton of eyeshadow and eyeliner and i was like whoa this isn't what this guy looks like in the movies no it's
1: it's really and
0: then i found out why it's really weird i don't know why they went with the eyeshadows well there must have been a reason he's also
1: like the main character of star wars you know and in this he's being video chatted by chewbacca's wife and being like i'm sure i'll show up
0: Well, but I mean, he's not in
1: the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon with Han Solo and Chewbacca (laughs) on an adventure.
0: Princess Leia is also sort of just sprinkled in almost as an afterthought. But at least
1: she is presumably some sort of a dignitary who probably has like a. Shouldn't have time for this. Right. Luke Skywalker is supposed to be some sort of an adventurer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he's tinkering with like a bike. Yeah. He's like fixing some tubes. Mm hmm. With R2-D2, and, right. and they fog up. <laughs> like, all right. How how exciting. Right. So anyway, the the Empire is breathing down their neck. This whole time, it's been about where's Chewbacca? He's late for life day. Yeah. And then they just sort of show up.
0: I know. Just they all, didn't have to like fight their way through anything that we saw. They just made
1: it. They're just at the house. I didn't mm. even realize it was them. Yeah. I, Chewbacca walks into frame, and I was like, I assumed it was the wife. they all look quite similar
0: (laughs) it's really just that chewbacca has like dark brown fur around his face and she has blonde
1: correct so they kill that one stormtrooper which means now they got to explain where it went (laughs) because i I actually enjoyed this Mm -hmm. aspect they kill a stormtrooper which in star wars is like you kill a million of them yeah but for this small family now there's like some sort of a a dude from the empire who comes checking Is like uh, Stormtrooper 426 hasn't checked in. Uh-huh. Bring him to the comm link or something like that. I want to see him on camera. Yeah. So Art Carney steps in. He lives on Kashi. Okay. And he goes like, uh, when everybody, uh, when all the other stormtroopers left, he remained. He stole a great deal of food from me and then went for the hill. So <laughs> his explanation. And then the guy on the on the TV basically goes like, very well. Okay, I, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> like Move on. That's like, That problem is dealt with. Yeah. You won't have to worry about that anymore. Done. Who's cleaning up the corpse? Right. Like, no one's going to find that? Right. By the way, it's Wookiees. They live, like, in tree houses. So that thing fell out of a tree house, like, hundreds of feet. Right. There's a corpse down there. They just
0: live by a whole other set of rules that changes whenever they want them to. So I guess
1: that's true. It just struck me odd that there's a notion here where you can just be like, it's fine. (laughs) Right. No, it's not fine. Shouldn't be. It's not going to be fine. No. The, the only other thing to even talk about before we get to Life Day itself mm-hmm. and how they celebrate it. A short of a stinky room. There's, oh my God. Yeah. Because it's full of wooks. There's a cartoon. What did you think of this cartoon? I had a very hard
0: time focusing on the cartoon. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Ryan said something to me about the cartoon, like asked something or whatever. And I real I think I was like partially zoned out.
1: Okay, there but
0: is... I believe people like the cartoon. Is That's that right? That's Correct. Yeah. Evidently, it's available
1: yeah. on Disney Plus alone.
0: Oh, okay. Which
1: makes it the only part of this special that is acknowledged.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: In any official capacity. Yeah. They they excise the cartoon and put it up on streaming, and then leave the rest of this alone. Yeah, I'm shocked that there's it must not have that like an Lucas HD version of this.
0: Right. No, it must have that like Lucasfilm sort of like cool intro on it on Disney Plus then.
1: Oh, maybe. I didn't even look. I bet you're right. You know? I bet you're so right. So it's respected. But it's like a very short anime adventure mm-hmm. thing, and I liked it. Yeah. It's it's notable because it's the first time that Boba Fett, like right. a fan favorite character, ever appeared. Right. He's uh they evidently used early designs of a costume being built for Empire Strikes Back to make this Boba Fett where he's got like a voice mm-hmm. and, and a motivation. He's a bounty hunter. Yeah. Um uh something's gone wrong. In the, in the great tradition of like the old serials yeah. and therefore Star Wars, which is inspired by Flash Gordon and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Millennium Falcon piloted by Han Solo and Chewbacca is acting strange on a video chat, which means they had video chat in yes. the Millennium Falcon that they don't yeah, doesn't they... use to right. call her husband, or vice versa, Chewbacca
0: yeah, let her... never
1: calls his family.
0: Honey, I'm coming home. Do something. Yeah.
1: Anyway, they use video chat in the cartoon where they can see that Chewbacca's piloting alone and he has tied up Han Solo upside down Uh in the background. They're like, what's going on? Yeah. And he's flying all crazy. Something's afoot. Right. So they send Luke Skywalker and the droids, R2-D2 and C-3PO, to find out what's happening. The Millennium Falcon lands on some sort of a weird rubbery water planet Mm -hmm. that has a bunch of dinosaurs on it. And we learn the following. There was some sort of an amulet some sort of a magical MacGuffin yeah, that doesn't affect Wookiees, but it does affect humans. Right. And it put Han Solo to sleep. Right. The only way to stave off death or whatever is to make sure that blood keeps rushing to his head. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Chewbacca upside tied downsies. him upside down. To most people, it would look like Chewbacca maybe commandeered the ship mutinied or no, something. No, he's keeping him alive. He's keeping him alive. This is a very fun yeah, misadventure sort of premise. Yeah. We thought that one thing was happening, but really- There's an explanation when you just slow down. Yeah. But Boba Fett is on this planet riding a dinosaur.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, I know. That was very confusing.
1: (laughs) Like showed up on a big brontosaurus like Fred Flintstone or something. And he keeps calling them friends. Yeah. This is the first time they've ever met him. And so he's like, I can help you, friends. I know what to do. Like, I'll go with Chewbacca to find the cure for the amulet thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so they're like... Uh, this Boba Fett is a is an interesting guy. He's a bounty hunter. He's on our side. He's going to help She's us. Like That's a great. Dude. But then once they split up. Boba Fett takes a video chat from Darth Vader. Yeah. And he's like, I've gotten in their good graces.
0: And I'll- it's James Earl Jones. It's
1: James Earl Jones. He's like, I'll bring them to you, mm-hmm. uh, Darth Vader.
0: He is a bounty hunter first and foremost after all. And so all.
1: really, he's a bad guy. Yeah. And they find out that he's a bad guy, blah, blah, ba. He's like, I'll get you next time, friends, or something like that. And yeah. Zip lines out of there, the end. Mm-hmm. A fun Super compact little adventure. Yeah, we meet a character who's who seems friendly, but really he's dastardly, which is and always hey, good. He's going to show up in the next movie. Mm-hmm. He shows up in the next movie, and he doesn't even talk. Oh, really? And then in the third movie, he also doesn't. I, I think maybe he has like a line or two, but he yeah. has none of this characterization or anything. This was all made like in a bubble. Yeah, and then he's like eaten by a sandworm, a oh, fat really? sandworm in part three. <laughs> well, and it's gone. For, These things happen. For like 30 or 40 years until now they have a new show all about him. <laughs> yeah. But it's like he was a nothing character. But this one cartoon is really cool. Yeah. And yeah. so it lives here. Lumpy watches it on TV. Mm-hmm. Again, they thankfully don't let us just watch Lumpy watch it. No, we go into the cartoon. Which is appropriate. And that's yes. what it always should have been. Absolutely. When Jefferson Starship shows up, an Imperial guard is watching them. And so we watch the guard, watch the music video. It's that very was stupid.
0: the second point where I was like, I would just be out. I am. So, I've been I've been done with this, but I am really, really done. I, I, I want it to be
1: released. I thought that song was kind of neat. No,
0: <laughs> I think I just the song was fine. I think I just I didn't like this. Okay. <laughs> at all. All right. Fair enough. And by the time it looks like we're looking through goggles, watching Jefferson Starship play, I yes. was just like, nothing is normal.
1: We're literally just give me something straightforward to look at. They're tiny on a screen like Mike TV from. Yeah. 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 And you can like see the guard's hand tapping to the beat mm-hmm. in the foreground. It's like so distracting. Just yeah. let the thing be entertainment on its own.
0: So Bruce Valanche. Was the writer on this? Yes,
1: and he was apparently very coked up. The center square. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy, it's like watching the Muppet Show if you were always watching what's on stage mm-hmm. from the the like from like stage left with him yeah, looking right. at it, it's right? Always looking over his shoulder, never just straight up looking at it. Everything is removed. Mm-hmm. Everything is removed. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's get to life, life day. day and wrap it up. So Chewbacca's home now. They can finally celebrate Life Day. This is strange. <laughs> Han Solo says goodbye to everybody. Yeah. And leaves Chewbacca's house. But then to kick off the celebrations, Chewbacca, his cantankerous father or father-in-law, Itchy, mm-hmm. his loving, doting wife, Mala, and his precocious son, Lumpy, each take some sort of a snow globe. Right. They're holding four glowing snow globes. They put them together together. <laughs> and they are transported <laughs> through time and space. They march. That's right. They like suddenly they're wearing red robes. I will say this looked awesome. It this looked yeah. Like take a snapshot of it, and it looks like it should be like the the an album cover. It
0: looked kick ass. It so it's like the the vastness of night with tons of stars and stuff, and then just this like. Line This trail of Wookiees all wearing
1: robes, just like walking across the sky. Walking across the sky until they reach a black void together. And Han Solo's there.
0: (laughs) Right. With Princess Leia. (laughs) And Luke. Yeah. And
1: C-3PO and R2-D2, even though he just said goodbye to them. Right.
0: And also, nobody else has brought guests. It is wall-to-wall Wookiee, except for this crew.
1: And Princess Leia not only makes a speech (laughs) she like stands up in front of everybody and she's she gives a speech that's like this day is yours right but we all should learn to celebrate the lessons that life day teaches i'm like I'm sorry, am I at a political rally right I now? I know. I'm a Wookiee trying to get crunk on life day.
0: Exactly. And now here
1: comes some humie.
0: Right. <laughs> Swooping in and telling me how to enjoy
1: my holiday. My life day? Could this not have been done by a Wookiee? Could it get any worse? No. And then she sings a song. Yes. We celebrate So the answer is yes, it could be worse. A day of peace, <laughs> a day of harmony. <laughs> and she looks uh, I like she's not... on another planet, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. I could not wait for this to be over. Uh, this was shocking. Because,
0: like I said, this was after the fake out ending where it seemed like it was over. And then all of a sudden this happened. It's like,
1: Oh, we can celebrate. Yay. The end. Cut I... the credits. No, we have to see what life day is about. It was just running down
0: the clock, staring at this.
1: So I, um, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I looked up life day. I'm on the Wikipedia right now. Great. Okay. All right. This is from the, this is a quote from Eloch Throno mm-hmm. found in the Traveler's Guide to Batuu. Okay. I believe Batuu is Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars world. Okay. At Disneyland. Okay. Festive decor can be seen throughout Batuu. And at the close of Life Day, everyone gathers around the Black Spire to sing songs and spread good cheer to one another. Mm. So I guess people, you go to Star Wars World and around the holidays, they have right. Life Day. Okay. Because to some extent... Wait. I know. Okay, go ahead. To some extent, this has been embraced. Yeah. Life Day is referenced in episode one of The Mandalorian. Okay. Um, And I guess they do it at Star Wars World. So there is a tongue-in-cheek quality here, and Mm -hmm. yet Disney is still content to let it be a bootleg on YouTube. Yeah, that's weird. I'm shocked that they didn't just put this on...
0: That's what I think strange is that they haven't, if they're even going to embrace it in the parks. Right. Let's not like, pretend
1: there's not embarrassing Star Wars stuff. Sure. this should be a drop in the bucket. And yeah. listen, my fond Bantha feelings. Bantha Poodoo. Oh my God. One of the only things I know about Star Wars. They literally talk about poop. Yeah. In episode one, The Phantom Menace. They talk about poop at least twice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, Jar Jar steps in Bantha Poodoo. I is, thought
0: you were lying to me about this for a long time.
1: It seems like something I would have made up. Yeah. There was a time, and I haven't done this in a long time. Yeah. Where I would just lie about something. <laughs> just for the hell of it. To see if Kristen would believe it and then Those just. sicko kicks. And then if Kristen just goes like, oh, really weird. I just let it ride. Why right. tell her that I made it up? Right. But also, there's a whole race thing mm. that happens. And when the bad guy's car cra- I'm screw the. It's pod racing. But whatever. His car crashes. You remember this. He crashes a Chevy, this. Whatever. Yeah. He goes, poodoo. poo-doo. So they also use poop. As, like, As a an four expletive. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Very interesting. Well, so do we here on Earth. I'm just saying. like, yeah. Like, some things are the same. Right. But some things are different. <laughs> yeah. Like, in Star Wars, you still eat food. You don't eat, like, Comtoco. Yeah, but sometimes you're eating it through your head or whatever. That's true. But, like, Han Solo and Luke are friends. Yeah. They're not, like, charm <laughs> Lifers.
0: Right. They'll, I mean? they'll keep some vocabulary and concepts. Some vocabulary. Yeah. Right. I mean, otherwise, the bar would be so incredibly high for anybody to enjoy this.
1: That is very so true. So it makes sense. That it can't is. be
0: like an absolutely entirely new vocabulary. I
1: did come up with my own Star Wars vernacular. Mm-hmm. I have a character that I invented. His name is Pamaja. Okay. And he is from the Staconian Outback. Ah. You can do this with really any words. That Pamaja <laughs> is pajamas.
0: Okay, yeah. Pumaja. Zoe was—I thought
1: it was kind of cute. Zoe was wearing pajamas, and I said, "Ah, you must be pajama." <laughs> that, that is really cute. And then uh, the Steconian Outback is Outback Steakhouse.
0: Nice. You can literally
1: do this with anything. Yeah. The, here, I've got a headline behind me right now because I just wanted to put Baby Chewbacca's face on the screen, but it says uh, the Divine Star Wars Holiday Special. Divine. Mm-hmm. Davinia. This ah. is my friend Davinia. Yeah. Right. Comedy. The word comedy. I'm from planet Comadus. Yes, it doesn't matter. It
0: Boom. trips off the tongue if Star you let Wars. it.
1: Pamaja from the Staconian outback—that's <laughs> an original character. It's fantastic. It's baby Zoe <laughs> goes on adventures. I love that. So Life Day was a holiday of Wookie tradition that celebrated family, joy, and harmony—values and tenets of Wookie culture. I mean, mm-hmm. in other cultures, right? Traditionally I don't held know. at the Tree It was of like life. all Wookiees. Like maybe that's why it got like. Uh, What's it called when like, you steal someone's culture? Oh, uh, cultural appropriation. <laughs> Maybe that's why Princess Leia appropriated Wookiee culture to be like, we celebrate this day too, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is ours now. Too. Yeah, right. Gentrifying Kashyyyk. Yeah. Colonizing Kashyyyk. Yeah. What do you think Art Carney was doing there? <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. So, uh, it was popping up everywhere. Uh, traditionally held at the Tree of Life on the forested Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk, celebrations were held by people across the stars after the dark times of the Galactic Empire. Mm-hmm. So I think they're saying, what they're saying here, if I can translate. Yes. Literally what we see in the holiday special is the moment that Princess Leia is like, the Empire's taken over. We need something to celebrate. Oh. We'll take Life Day. Because the dark times means the Empire's (laughs) taken over. Right. So I think the holiday special is the origin of Life Day's proliferation throughout the galaxy. Oh, okay. So before that, it was Wookiees only. I think so. Okay. Making the Wookiee holiday their own, people marked the day with festive decor. I hope the Wookiees were cool with it. Lights, feasts, and music where sentients were reminded of compassion. I don't know what sentients are. I assume some sort of a robot. Maybe they're bots. I don't know. Or just people. Hard to say. I don't know. Whatever. I it just brought me to a Jar Jar quote. I'm move on, Whatever. So it's just a holiday. Yeah. It's a holiday of good feelings. Yeah. Whatever. But like they couldn't just make it be. And this is this is this gets to the root of the the issue. Let's uh-huh. Wrap up. You want to make a Christmas special? Let's face right. it. Right.
0: <laughs> That's Absolutely. what they were
1: doing. Of course. But they this happened a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
0: Right. So Christmas is off the table.
1: Can't be Christmas. Yeah. What are you going to do?
0: You got to make up a life day.
1: You make something up and you pick life day, which I mean, sounds like the human up hol- fund.
0: <laughs> it sounds- yes, it, it does sound like the human fund. <laughs> it's
1: very generic.
0: Yes. The human fund is the the fake uh, charity that George made up on Seinfeld.
1: So that he didn't have to buy people gifts. You would say, I made a donation in your name to the human fund. Right. Life day.
0: Yeah, it, theoretically- it sounds like somebody
1: said, George, quick, make up a holiday. Yeah, life day. Life day. It theoretically makes sense that it would be
0: a holiday that is specific to the Star Wars universe, but it's just so weak. Life day.
1: here's the next question.
0: Or is it poignant in its simplicity?
1: (laughs) You decide. Life day. It's all about life. Yeah. But here's the next question. You have been charged Mm -hmm. with writing a Star Wars story centered around a holiday. What do you pick to do with that? (laughs) <laughs> Is it mostly a family being harassed?
0: Right, right.
1: Um, and then looking at cooking videos? And porn? And porn? Could it and Shen Yun? be that somebody learns the true meaning of Life Day by the end of it? Could it be... that m- That would make sense. Right? Wouldn't like every pick- other
0: Life Day special on the planet. Yes.
1: Wouldn't you pick something that's central to the holiday? Maybe you would. Bruce Valanche would not. Bruce Valanche did not. Yeah, <laughs> there is a there is there is a, a bit of lore here. Yeah, that George Lucas kicked this all off by saying, "Well, it'd be a lot of fun if we had a story that was all about the Wookiees, and uh-huh. we don't even subtitle it. It's about the Wookiee culture. Listen, you can watch you can watch shows that are not in your spoken language. Yeah, right." I watched a show when I went to India that I loved. I have no idea what it was about. It looked like Who's Line. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like Drew Carey on Who's Line sitting at a desk shouting stuff out, but on stage it's an episode of Friends. Yeah. It was like a four camera sitcom, but then some that's guy neat. in the audience shouting stuff out. Oh wow, that's cool. Thought it was so awesome, had no idea what anybody was saying. Yeah. Um, uh. So I get it You could do a Wookiee story Oh totally And here they've got The archetypes You've got grumpy old Itchy sitting in the chair Like Fraser's dad You've got a kid Who's playing with toys And you've got The wife in the kitchen Cooking mm-hmm. Bantha stew Yep Bantha surprise Of course she is You've got your Even wearing
0: archetypes. an apron The only clothing That <laughs> we see grace I A know. Wookie bod
1: Which once she Turns around And she's only Wearing an apron You look right At the Wookiee ass <laughs> Definitely
0: Cause the tie Is like framing it It's it's unnatural to be wearing an
1: apron with nothing underneath it. raises it. questions. <laughs> it raises some questions. It really does. But so you've got your stereotypes of people. You can tell a story and just have it be Wookiees. But the problem is, Wookiees sound like shit.
0: Yeah. It, it's an annoying it's sound. It's annoying as hell. Yeah. And then they're, they're, the fun that they're having- I wouldn't want to just watch them with Wookiees, even besides the sound. I need dialogue. I, it doesn't have saying, to be in my language. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying you
1: could. <laughs> sure. And it can be done. Uh, Anything it, can be it, it done. It wasn't done correctly.
0: A bantha could take a poodoo right in front of us, but it doesn't mean it's good.
1: <laughs> Kristen, I defy you. Go back to <laughs> The Phantom Menace. People love, people hate that movie, but they love that moment where Jar Jar steps <laughs> in the poodoo. Right. And then a bantha literally turns around and looks at him and goes like, like makes a face at him. <laughs> it's like, That's really, and I guess it's not a bantha. What does he step in? Steps in someone's poodoo. Hmm. He does. It's in there. No, I know. Oh, you showed me. Yeah. yeah. I'll show you again, too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it, it all started with George Lucas. And there's right. a bit of trivia online where it's like, at some point, somebody was like, this is insane. We, mm-hmm. we need subtitles. Something's got to change. <laughs> Something's got to give. But George Lucas refused. Mm-hmm. He was he would stick by his original vision. Yeah. Yeah. And yet he later tried to wash his hands of the whole thing. I
0: know. I, I he's yeah I know he's he trying to half a, a dozen of the other. What is this phrase? You've said it a couple times tonight. I don't know it. it it's
1: the same either way.
0: Six and one half. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking out of both sides gotcha. of his mouth, he wants nothing to do with it, and yet. Wouldn't have happen if not for him? For a couple of reasons.
0: William, where'd this phrase come from? I've never heard you say this before. What? And you've said it multiple times tonight.
1: Speaking out of both sides of your mouth? No, no,
0: no. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Did you hear this recently or anything? No,
1: this is a, a, a well-known
0: it... phrase that the kids use. Everyone uses this. Okay. I've just never heard it and you've used it, not even just in this episode. You used it a few times tonight and yeah. I've, I've never heard it. I was yeah. just wondering if you watched a show and it got stuck in your head or something.
1: No, I, don't, I think it's just a, a phrase. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Like pulling something out of the, the pale blue sky.
0: No, no, no. I believe that it's phrase. a phrase. I, I gotcha. I just never heard it past your lips. Never heard it past anybody's lips. And it's come up a lot. I'm just wondering is, if it was inspired from somewhere. Maybe this is
1: like a Mandela effect moment for you. And maybe th- maybe you from another universe died and got sucked into this universe. Whoa. Right? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's face it. It's the most likely explanations. <laughs> yeah. It's not just that you've never heard that phrase before. <laughs> no. Uh, but no, I think it's just a phrase. Yeah. But uh, so George Lucas is to blame.
0: Of course he is. He wrote the treatment for this. One way or another. They yeah. executed his vision. It may not have been to his exact liking, yeah. but they had stuff to work from. They didn't make it up.
1: Yeah. I'll, and I'll, and I'll, and the big shocker is this. No, I don't like this special. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. But I don't hate it as much as everybody says yeah. it, it, it deserves hate. It's not as bad as decades of hearing people dump on it. I, I right. don't think that it could possibly live up to the poor reputation that it's been given. Yeah. So to that extent, I was impressed by it. But that's not to yeah. say I liked it. No, it's just I not get as that. bad as 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 hearing that it's it's terrible. Right. I like the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Evidently enough other people too do as well that, that it's yeah. on Disney Plus. I like the B. Arthur segment. I like seeing her hug a rat in Han Solo's booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I and I and I sort of like squinting at stuff and going like, "What is happening?" Right. But I'm also bored for the vast majority of it. That's the thing. I don't hate this. Yeah. I
0: like Don Draper. Don't feel anything about it at all.
1: Which is really the most damning. Right emotion you can have.
0: I do feel something. That's exaggeration, but I it's it, I did not hate it. I was just like I, I I'm not enjoying being here whatsoever. Yeah, it's not even deplorable or anything. There's <laughs> I've certainly watched things for the show where I'm like I hate this. Right. I didn't feel that way. I
1: felt like I just want to leave here. Ironically, I think it may have gotten me back into Star Wars. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's that's great. I'm like, then it's given you a gift.
1: I want to see those shows that I haven't watched. It's been years. People since say
0: I, Andor is amazing, I, and Ryan
1: I, loves. It. i tried watching at night and, I, and yeah. I like zoned out because i was doing other stuff and I just didn't try again yeah um uh, i didn't give it a I saw something it made
0: me very sad i'm afraid to to watch it somebody's really stuck between a rock and a hard place in really? it mm-hmm. somebody like slaps baby yoda no. <laughs> <He's
1: probably laughs> baby not yoda's not there no yeah. okay
0: no if he was i'd probably watch it yeah i kind of think baby Yoda's the only reason i watch the mandalorian
1: zoe loves baby yoda
0: oh i do too baby he- yoda is so cute they did what they set out to do
1: they did oh yeah it's a corporate product it's a it's Ugh. a cheat they pulled like it's like the konami i don't code. mind being
0: manipulated when something's just pleasant and cute fine. i know
1: it's like they typed in like a cheat code to make <laughs> yeah. everybody like something it's like yeah it worked it totally. was perfectly fine he's adorable yes um but yeah i haven't watched a lot of this stuff i don't think i watched season two maybe i did I'm not sure of oh, the
0: mandalorian
1: i don't remember i know i did i don't really remember i don't really remember yeah um and i definitely didn't watch boba fett or andor mm-hmm uh but this made me be like oh yeah i like star here's the thing i like star wars ironically for this holiday special being so hated yeah i like star wars specifically around the holidays oh i think i got I trained why. on in 2015 the new one came out mm-hmm. like episode 7 i mean force yeah. awakens and then they came out
0: Around the holidays. they came
1: out around the holidays for a few years. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you like subliminally.
1: Rogue One. Around December, I want to see a weird, silly alien. Yeah. I think.
0: That's nice. And
1: then I think most of the year I'm okay. Right. I like this stuff. There's like a, a weird, cozy, you're inside anyway mm-hmm. adventure. To, I don't know. Yeah. They trained me on it, I think is really, I think to your point, they really trained me on it, where it's like a movie came out around the holidays every once in a while. Yeah. And it made me want it. I mean that's nice. So I, 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 it's
0: a nice time to cozy up and watch movie. They're long movies, I yep, think, right? So that, oh, it's very, like fun to. They're very long. I have, I mean, I have seen some of them. There was yeah. a time
1: where we enjoyed. It. There was a time. It was years ago now, mm-hmm. but we used to go home, like our mom and dad's home, every Wednesday night for movie nights. Yes. And there was a period of time where we were doing like the Indiana Jones movies, mm-hmm. and then we did a couple of the Star Wars ones. Yeah. Um. And I think even after Dad passed away, mm-hmm. we watched one of them with Mom, and she was like. I liked that. I think that was when dad was alive. (laughs) I don't think so. Okay. And uh, uh, I was like, we could do this. We could watch more of these. And we just didn't. Mm -hmm. But it was like, I was was pleased because we all surprisingly were like on the same page of just Having fun with a little adventure. Yeah. I just never really did it again. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. That's the There you special. have
0: it. Yeah. So you can watch it for yourself if you want. It's on it's YouTube. It's just on YouTube. Um, you could even just click around through it to see if, you know, you think it's interesting. But
1: watch the cartoon and watch B. Arthur hug that rat. I'm telling you, yeah. it's a very loving embrace.
0: <laughs> it is. It's it's, well, it's a, an embrace between old friends. It
1: is. And yeah. And she's friends with that rat. <laughs> no, she definitely is. He's not an intruder it's nice. in her bar he's no. a patron and a friend oh, absolutely he's a regular <laughs> he is yeah um, <laughs> so we
0: hope yeah. you enjoyed the show um we didn't even do our middle of the show spiel
1: about you're right you know that's a that's a life day gift to all of you
0: <laughs> right so uh, we'll just briefly do the regular at the end of the show mention. You can go to patreon.com slash gttupod if you would like to support the show. You can also go to themythtraveler.com to support Willie and his work. He puts out really, really cool, uh, written stuff. He sometimes records the audio for it and he released something this week or at least promoted something this week um about anti-aging technology and what it would be like if we were able to de-age a certain beloved star yeah and debut him on the tonight show it's very cool and weird it was inspired
1: in part by chrissy you, because you had, i'm
0: aging backwards of
1: course yeah you had a period of time where you were writing what you called celebrity horror stories yes yeah and i had this weird idea where i was like if somebody invents anti-aging how are they going to prove that yeah, You know what I mean? I was like, like
0: full on like de-aging.
1: So I used to, this was like a conversational topic that mm-hmm. I would bring up occasionally. I'd be like, imagine with me, just just imagine the hypothetical. Um, somebody sends you a clip and they're like, you have to watch this. And it's a clip of The Tonight Show. And uh, they pull back the curtains and Jack Nicholson walks out. But Jack Nicholson today looking like Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Yeah. And they're like, we have invented anti-aging. Here is our demo model. Jack is back. This would change the entire world. The entire world changes the second you see this video. It's him like, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, I've returned. (laughs) And like all the swagger and all that stuff. And and it's like, you just got to deal with it. Jack Nicholson is young again. Yes. So I wrote a whole story off of that stupid thing that I thought about. That concept. Uh, anyway, go check that out, themythtraveler.com. There is an audio version of that story. I've recorded audio versions of everything on there.
0: Okay, I couldn't remember if it was everything. I just
1: haven't released them.
0: All. Oh, okay, okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I'll maybe I'll get around to doing that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, paying uh, uh, subscribers over there get access to stuff early, so the next story I post will only go to paid backers mm-hmm. for a good while. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and uh, our Patreon is patreon.com slash pod. The one thing I want to shout out about it is that we uh, our Monday episode – this past week was a uh, a ton of fun. I think a lot of people would really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up actually listening to it after we released it, which I don't always. <laughs> I do. did too. Did you really? Yes, I did. It was just so much like <laughs> yeah. fun to do.
0: Yep. Um. Uh. We were uh watching clips from Unsolved Mysteries about
1: Christmas miracles. It's like a really I called it Unsolved Christ Mysteries.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which
1: doesn't work as a pun. Rolls off the tongue. Ton. Uh, but But uh, it's a, a, a people who were like visited with mysterious good luck? Yeah. It's like a very nice thing.
0: No, it's lovely. But it's
1: on spooky old unsolved mysteries. You can literally watch the the episodes like with us. Yeah. So go check that out, patreon.com slash gttupod. We mm-hmm. greatly, greatly appreciate your support. Yes. You're not only getting that show, by the way, the Netherworld Dispatch, you're supporting this show. Oh, yeah, like the hugely. Whole, supporting the whole operation. We, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, follow at gttupod on all social media. Mm-hmm. And also follow us. Yep,
0: I'm at chillin' Kristen.
1: I'm at the Myth Traveler. So thank you so much for journeying to... Uh, Tatooine? To Kashique. Kazook? Uh, Batu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the Outback Steakhouse place?
1: The Staconian Outback, yep. where Pomaja lives. Yeah. <laughs> Is a precocious, almost two-year-old. <laughs> Pomaja Come
0: on, come on.
1: Running out to the Outback. Come on. <laughs> Going to the Staconian Outback. We'll see you next week for some more uh, crazy old stories, everybody. But until mm. that time comes, we must travel
0: back to the netherworld. Go we.
1: And I think we're going light speed.
0: Punch it, Raj. You got it, bro. Bong. (laughs) Bong. (laughs) Bong.
1: There you go. Hi, Uh... everyone.